I don't care what line of work it is. We all have biases. We all have our prejudices that we consciously and unconsciously have to face when we're, you know, in our, you know, working spaces and our leisure spaces as well. When you're in a in a position within medic within medicine and healthcare, when these biases leak over into diagnosis and treatment, um, it's lies, and we're seeing the effect on This is Dynamite Hill. To all my first timers, welcome to the hill. To all my old heads, y'all already know what it is. So boom, um, over the next three episodes, this episode included, I will be centering the dialogue around an issue that is tremendously important to me. Um, over the last few weeks, there have been some recent events uh, that have affected me as well as a lot of people within um, some communities that I'm a part of. And uh, these events have uh, spawned a number of different conversations uh, generally around uh, racial inequality, racial inequity um, in healthcare. Uh, and with a, a, a unique focus on these disparities and inequities and inequalities when it comes to black women and their relationship to healthcare and medicine. And, you know, by no means am, am I a sociologist and even further from that, a medical professional in any capacity, but I do care about people. And this is an issue that has been, um, disproportionately uh, affecting, you know, black communities uh, for as long as we can kind of count back. And, you know, there's there's always been a huge uh, mistrust and distrust that black folks and frankly, other POCs as well have had with um, our healthcare system and uh, medicine in general. And a lot of that over the course of history was kind of written off as being kind of subjective uh, being, you know, one-offs, uh, being really kind of qualitative in the experience. But over the last 20, 25 years, we've seen a huge influx of research as medicine has expanded and we see a lot more interdisciplinary work uh, where you have, you know, sociologists with a, a tremendous kind of um, interest in doing work relative to uh, where society meets healthcare and medicine. And now we're starting to see some of these crazy numbers that we all, especially within our communities, knew and were kind of aware of, but seeing them down on paper and, be, and being researched and studies just adds another level of gravity to it. Whether it's something as 
small and simple as, um, you know, black folks being two to three, having to wait two to three times longer than our white counterparts in the emergency room just to receive like small doses of pain medication to as crazy as, you know, black maternity, the, 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 mor the, the mortality rate uh, with, with, with black mothers can be two to like 12 times greater than their white counterparts, kind of depending on location. Um, and that is completely stripped of any socioeconomic factors. So it doesn't matter how much money you make, where you come from, how good your insurance is, how well you speak, how educated you are, all of that, all of that stuff. It doesn't matter. The mortality rates for black mothers are exactly the same across socioeconomic factors. So that leads you immediately to say that this is definitely racially driven. And, you know, we can, you know, look and dive into a lot of some of these issues and areas specifically, but um, before we do that, and we will do that as we move into the conversations um, through these next couple of episodes, I do want to kind of set the foundation um, to, to understand uh, why this work is necessary and why these conversations are necessary. So, you know, a lot of the things where we look at, you know, black folks and our relationship to healthcare, there's a number of different factors that, that you know, kind of create challenge. And one of the first ones is around kind of self-advocacy, right? So there is a huge burden put on Black folks um, more disproportionately than other races to have to advocate for ourselves, not only in the greater societal space, but within healthcare specifically. When we're talking to our providers, when we're talking to our physicians, because there's been proven unconscious bias uh, in healthcare with these medical providers and practitioners um, that, again, unconsciously contribute and influence medical decisions. You know, whether it's pain tolerance, whether it's, um, you know, making assumptions, stereotypical assumptions of the quality of health, level of health, access to certain medicines and procedures based on you know socio you know socioeconomic racial stereotypes and these indirectly but more directly to us affect the quality of care that we receive so there's a tremendous burden on, on us to be prepared and to be educated and to be in you know great understanding of our current state the current state of our health what options are available to us and breaking down some of these walls where we don't converse with our providers in a way that benefits us. Um, it's, it, we, we have to really kind of put things in place to help us better advocate for ourselves. And uh, that's a conversation that we're gonna have um, more in depth uh, in the next episode, but that's just one piece of it. The second piece of it is when we look at, you know, the ways in which we can, you know, shift accountability to our providers to work through some of these biases, these unconscious biases that they have, uh, that they carry personally, that bleed over into them professionally. I don't care what line of work it is. We all have biases. We all have our prejudices 
that we consciously and unconsciously have to face when we're, you know, in our, you know, working spaces and our leisure spaces as well. But when you're in a in a position within medic within medicine and healthcare, when these biases leak over into diagnosis and treatment, um, it's lives, and we're seeing the effect on 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 black life uh, being, you know, dramatically uh, disproportionately affected in a negative way, and. There has to be some accountability on medicine, the institutions of medicine and insurance to take accountability and, and, and work with, uh, you know, black providers and sociologists and, and find ways to break down some of these biases so that we don't always have to carry the burden of everything relative to our experience, especially carrying the burden of understanding our health. There should be trust and the relationship that you have with your provider and that trust should create a space for very clear and open dialogue. And I think there's some hesitancy on our end um, oftentimes because we, we aren't equipped with the tools to advocate for ourselves in the way that we need to. And in that same breath, a lot of times our providers are working within unconscious biases that um, affect us uh, negatively at the same time. So you have those two issues to kind of navigate. And then we look into, you know, where this extends beyond medicine, where we talk about care, right? Care and treatment. And, you know, one of the issues specifically is around, you know, black maternity and the way that we look at medical leave and the way that, you know, insurance and care kind of looks at these three stages of maternity, you know, prenatal um, you know, labor and delivery. And then, you know, uh, you know, after the child is born and we go into postpartum, um, there is a acute, seemingly an acute focus on, you know, the safety and security of labor and delivery. But particularly in our community, the prenatal and the postpartum is where we see these huge areas where uh, Black mothers suffer most. And that's where we see the mortality rates both for mothers and for infants are at their height in prenatal and in postpartum. And the ways in which that uh, our healthcare system, our insurance systems and, you know, labor laws and, 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 and things relative to labor around, uh, you know, paternity and maternity leave to support mothers and care for mothers beyond the time when they're just being the vessels for life. And, you know, there's been a ton of work and it just makes plain sense. If we take care of the moms, then the, the, the babies will be fine. Um, you know, over, you know, years back, we, we saw this huge influx in the work that's done around kind of like infant mortality rates and infant morbidity. And, you know, it, it gave me like canary in a coal mine vibes. Like, we looked at the, the mothers as kind of like, if you look at like candy, we look at mothers like, like a candy wrapper and the babies were the candy. Once we've gotten the candy out of the wrapper, to a certain point, the wrapper's been disposed of and these mothers aren't being given the care um, in postpartum, both physically, mentally, and emotionally that I, that I absolutely feel is required in order to make sure that you have a healthy baby, a healthy mom, 
and overall a healthy family. And, you know, there's, there's, you know, that conversation in and of itself will again dive into uh, more specifically and more in depth um, in a later episode. But I wanted to lay the groundwork to get you guys start to thinking uh, about some of these issues and think about experiences that you've had, your parents have had, that your grandparents have had, um, and the challenges dealing with healthcare, and really start to think critically around these, you know, racial uh, biases and these racial inequities uh, that disproportionately negatively affect Black folks and other people of color. So take that. Um, you know, it it's definitely going to be some meaningful conversations. Please comment. Please contribute to these conversations because this is an issue that extends far beyond just the interest of 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 me and 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 black folks and black women. Um, this is a socio political issue. This is a socio cultural issue. This is a socio economic issue. This is and all of us issue and the the input the knowledge the care the consideration that has to be put forth into this work is um necessary of all of us in some capacity so um please contribute to this add your comments if you have any questions feel free to drop them we'll address them as we have these conversations um in the next two episodes with uh, this, this, these, these, these wonderful, uh, intelligent, dutiful women uh, who will, you know, come and speak on behalf of their experience, both as women, black people, and as mothers, um, as well as um, medical um, providers, to help give us um, a little bit of levity and a little bit of education and some added awareness around where we are, what we can do. Um, to support ourselves, advocate for ourselves, and advocate for the women and the mothers uh, in our lives. So, um, as always, you guys, subscribe uh, to the pod. Again, available Apple Music, uh, uh, what is it, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, we in there. Um, we got a ton of new merch in the store, um, a lot of cool stuff, so please go check that out. I'm still running these this giveaway. You still have a few days to enter. Um, I will be ending the giveaway for the AirPod Pros and the new iPad um, next week. I think Wednesday. I think the first of the month or the 31st, one or the other. So make sure you head over to dynamitehill.com. Uh, check out. If you haven't entered already, uh, go enter. If you have entered already, enter again and um, you know help me get these off my hands. But I'm really looking forward to kind of continuing this conversation. I'm really looking forward to some of the amazing, wonderful guests that we'll have to kind of help facilitate the, you know, this conversation moving forward. So um, until then, as always, it's love. Somebody told me